Hi everyone, welcome back to Views from Third Man. Um, it's great to be here. It's been a while since I've spoken to all of you, but today I want to talk about something very interesting. So a very interesting limited over series between India and Australia just took place, and I think this is really going to be the last limited over series that we're going to find interesting till the T Twenty World Cup, at least mainly because it's such a T Twenty packed year. With India now going to New Zealand to play two Tests and uh, five T Twenties and three ODIs, I think those might be the last ODIs. I'm not sure. Then. You You have the the IPL followed by the Asia Cup. Then India go to Australia for a little bit. Then you have the T Twenty World Cup. Then the Australia Test series. So not much limited overs cricket, but still this was an absolutely cracking series, and there were big pluses for both sides. But I think the number one plus for Australia was the fact that they came to India deemed to be um, a side that could genuinely challenge India, and they lived up to that. They genuinely challenged the Indian team in all three games, and up until if you say the entire series was a total of. Um, Hundred overs a game, so a total of three hundred overs up until over number two hundred and seventy-five. They were genuinely challenging India. If you take it the series as a whole, and I think that's phenomenal considering they were on the back foot. India having home conditions and being so dominant. So this is my report card for this series, and I'm going to review first the team and then the players. So let's start with Australia. So Australia's best player, of course, this series has to be Steve Smith. He got two hundred. He got more than two hundred runs and an average of over a hundred. That was absolutely phenomenal. So how do you rate Steve Smith out of ten for this series? So. His numbers are absolutely incredible. He averages over a hundred. He's a gun in the field. He contributes to the side. But I'm still only giving Steve Smith a seven and a half or an eight on ten. Either of the two is fine. Mainly because when you're a set batsman, when you're at ninety eight in the three hundred and thirty run and in the three hundred and forty run chase, and when you've got a century, it's your job to take your side home, and you can't get out. Doesn't matter how good the bowling opposition is, you have to be there right at the end to take your side home. So even though he had a great series, because Steve Smith is a much better player, because Steve Smith's numbers say he's actually much better and has the potential to be better, and because he didn't take his side home, he only gets a seven and a half out of ten. And I've spent a lot of time talking about Steve Smith, so let's go to the two players, the opening batsman for Australia, who was so fantastic in the first game, both getting centuries. Warner and Finch, but they both tapered off as the series progressed. So both Warner and Finch, well, Warner of course, Warner looked good in the last game. That was just a magnificent catch to get him out. So Warner gets an eight on ten. Finch gets um, a seven because he was also set in one game. He got a forty of sixty balls, and he wasn't able to take his side home and convert that into a big score. My philosophy is that out of the top three batsmen, the top three or four batsmen have to do majority of the run scoring, um, and once one of the top three is set, they have to bat all the way through. And you'll see that as you as I go along in the series. Then you have Manus Labushain. So Manus Labushain was a big plus for Australia in this series. And after Warner and Finch got out very quickly in the second and the third game, Manus Labushain and Steve Smith just got hundred run partnerships. They just made a habit of getting that. Labushain averaged. In the high forties, uh, with a very good strike rate, Manus Labushain has got to be one of the pluses for Australia on this series. He also gets an eight on ten. 
Now two players who I'm very disappointed with, Mitch Stark and Pat Cummins. So Stark came to India on his comeback trail. You know he's had a fantastic 2019, and he came to India as Australia's premier weapon. He was supposed to be their gun, and he delivered in the first game. But in the last game, I saw Shreyas Iyer take him apart, and he went for 80 runs in the second game. Mitch Stark got wickets. He played well in the first game where Australia dominated. But after that, as part of their core, I expect. a little bit more from stark even if he didn't get wickets i expected him to be a little more economical so stark gets a 6 on 10 then we come to pat cummins so pat cummins came over here and you have to look at the gravity of the situation he came over here with a price tag of 15.5 crores in the ipl and he was clearly looking to perform now i don't know if the pressure of that giant price tag weighed him down as that can happen with players often but cummins did not have as good a series as i thought he would he was still australia's strike Bowler and was genuinely threatening in the first game, but much like Stark, his performance in the second two games was disappointing. Therefore, Cummins like Stark. Well, actually, I thought I thought Cummins was slightly better than Stark in the second game. So Cummins gets a seven on ten. Stark gets a six. Now the biggest plus for India, and I know they played Nathan Lyon in the World Cup, but I think he's twenty six. He's twenty five, twenty six years old. He's got seven, eight years of cricket left in him. For the next seven to eight years, Australia have to back Adam Zampa to be their first. first choice spinner in any form of cricket cricket and gradually take him into test cricket as well because he's an absolutely magnificent bowler the way his hair is and the way he looks i mean everyone saying he is sort of like a mini version of Shane Warne i mean a lot of australian leg spinners are like Shane Warne he was one of the greats but i saw the way he kept getting virat kohli out and the way he was deceiving him kohli wasn't playing bad shots on those balls zampa was just outfoxing virat kohli who's the best in the world which is why i think zampa Zampa was Australia's biggest plus in the series. If you had to pick a player of the tournament from Australia, mine would be Adam Zampa. Okay, so that's a lot about Australia. Now let's quickly talk about India. So India came. Uh, they started favourites by a small margin, but they, I still think they started favourites. They lost the first game badly. Everyone was worried about how they would come back. and i think india actually came back really well i mean they won the second game quite comprehensively though there was fear as long as smith was batting then they won the third game with ease in that run chase but that was mainly due to virat kohli and rohit sharma i still think they have a lot of problems down the middle order with players constantly getting injured which is something they need to figure out but let's give a report card So the first player who you may not think had that big of an impact in this series, Jasprit Bumrah, he bowled. Now let me put it this way: in the first game, Australia, uh, in the first game, Australia chased down two hundred and sixteen, a little bit over forty overs. In the se- the second game was a high scoring three hundred plus game. The third game was played at Chinnaswamy, which is a belter. You hit a lot of sixes over there. It's very difficult for bowlers. There was almost nothing on track for the pacers. Ah, uh, the ironically, Australia spinners did better than India spinners, and India's pacers did better than Australia Australia's pacers. Bumrah ended the series with an economy of under four. That's absolutely phenomenal and mind blowing. He may not have got the wickets, but he was creating pressure at one hand, so another guy could go and get wickets at the other. And so Bumrah gets an eight on ten. I mean, I I expected him to get more wickets at the death, but then again, everyone was preparing for Bumrah to be this beast coming in hard at the Aussies. And so Bumrah did his job, eight eight and a half, whatever you want to give for Bumrah. And then Mohammad Shami. There were three balls. 
Um, so first the two wickets he got in the second game, then almost a mirror image getting Pat Cummins out in the last game. I think Shami is generally India's best bowler at this moment. Bumrah is coming back from injury. Once he gets his pace back, he'll reclaim his number one spot. But Shami, as of now, is India's best bowler. Nine on ten for Shami. I enjoyed watching him bowl in this series. Then Kuldeep Yadav, he had a disappointing first game. He was the game changer in the second game with the wicket of Steve Smith. And his third game also wasn't that good. He did go for runs. He got wickets. He missed a run out. Six and a half, seven maybe for Kuldeep Yadav. I expected a little bit more from him. Then Jadeja, again, gun in the field. Not much to say about Jadeja that I haven't said already. I rate him highly. He got breakthroughs in the second game and in the third game. And he generally tried to rebuild that Indian innings in the first game with Rishabh Pant before Pant, of course, got injured. So eight on ten for Jadeja. Then Rohit Sharma. So he had a disappointing first game. He got a century in the last game and he got a 40 in the second game and he looked to get going in the second game. So how do you rate Rohit Sharma? Because he was your clear man of the match in the last game. So I'm giving Rohit Sharma 8 on 10. And now he only he played that one big innings but he was disappointing in the other two games. And Rohit Sharma hasn't had a bad series. You know, he's got 170 runs in the series at an average of about 60. But the problem is Rohit Sharma set such high standards for himself that much like Virat Kohli last year, it's now Rohit Sharma's job to live up to those standards that he himself has set. So 8 on 10 for Rohit Sharma. Same with Virat Kohli. Actually, Virat Kohli, I think, had a better series than Rohit Sharma. He was India's man of the series. But I'm still only giving Virat Kohli an 8 on 10 because he got an 80 and a 90. And when you think of Virat Kohli, you think of that conversion rate where he converts more than half of his 50s into 100s. Therefore, Virat Kohli also 8 on 10 as a batsman, 9 on 10 as a captain because of the way India came back in the last two games and the manner in which they played through that dangerous phase in the last game with Zampa and Agar bowling. So 9 on 10 for Kohli, the captain. Then my two biggest pluses for India in this series. So the second biggest plus for India has to be Shikhar Dhawan on his comeback. He got um, he got a 70, he got a 90. Shikhar Dhawan was absolutely magnificent in the series. He had a strike rate of around 90. And I think if he had played the last game, he would genuinely have been India's man of the series. So because he got injured and because, you know, I expected that 96 to become 100, 9 on 10 for Shikhar Dhawan. He played really well. But my biggest plus for India in this series was a clear 9.5 on 10. Because I don't think his performance was 10 on 10 level. Is KL Rahul. KL Rahul. He's a man named Rahul from Karnataka who keeps and can bat anywhere. And we've seen that before. And that guy was arguably India's one of India's best batsmen ever. Second only to Tendulkar. I'm of course talking about Rahul Dravid. KL Rahul opened in the first... No... He batted at 3 in the first game where he got a 50. He batted at 5 in the second game where he got a quick fire 80. That was that was a T20 innings. And then in the last game, in the last game he opened the batting, he got runs and after Zishab Pant was injured, India didn't call in a second opener. They told KL Rahul. Sorry, they didn't call in a second keeper. They told KL Rahul, "You will be our wicketkeeper." And after the third game, Virat Kohli said that Rahul being able to keep adds to the balance of the side. I genuinely think he's a better keeper than Pant. And I would like it if Pant can get selected just as a batsman. Rahul, as of now, I think is the best limited overs keeper India have. KL Rahul is the biggest plus of the series for India. Nine and a half out of ten for him. So that's my report card for the series. Kind of long, but we had a very interesting series. Um, and I hope to see you soon. I'll be doing previews for all three of the New Zealand series coming up. And... 
as well as for the Asia Cup and I'll be doing a full segment for the IPL so stay tuned for more of the news from third man and I'll see you guys soon